Hey guys, my name is Mitya and this is Hidden Figures, my show about people who are doing great stuff in their lives. They're not yet rock stars like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. They're normal people like you and me. And that's the point. My goal is to show you that if they made it, so can you. My guest today is a businessman from Switzerland who created an algorithm that runs an equity fund. Let's dive right into it. Hey guys, uh, here with us is uh, Benoit Batayou, an entrepreneur from Switzerland who created an algorithm that runs an equity fund and outperforms human creditors. Benoit, how are you doing today? Good, great. Hi, I'm Mitya. Glad to, to have this. Uh, glad to have this chat. Uh, it's okay. nice to have you here. It's nice to have you here. I mean, first off, you create an algorithm that outperforms human traders and runs an equity fund, basically. Can you tell me the story a little bit? How did you come to this idea? How did you go around with the, with the development and how the process went, actually? Yeah, it's, it actually... Uh, uh, it's really based on how I learn things. Uh, some people learn by, uh, I, I'm a person we, I need a project to learn something. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, whatever the project, to be, to be frank, my first idea was to make a robot which would uh, automatically insult you, but uh, give, uh, give you, you know, personalized insult based on AI. I wanted to learn AI. So right. that was my, uh, I was looking for something and I started to, to look a little bit on uh, an interesting project for to learn really as a student project i have no mm -hmm. learn i think learning is something you should never stop to do and right. uh, i have a background uh, in uh, so my main company is in uh, in lighting so we've been working a lot with uh, colorimetry which is kind of a science but based on perception and i found mm -hmm. a lot of parallels with the fintech world where you have human you have a human factor i mean okay. if everyone is buying just look at what happened with the game gamestop uh, recently, mm -hmm. the human factor is there. There is some data analysis. There are a lot of things which made this field interesting, much mm -hmm. more interesting than a, a robot, uh, which is uh, chasing my cat or something stupid like that. But I just needed a, yeah. And uh, so it, it went for about uh, three years as literally as a hobby and then simulations. Then, uh, a yeah, I put some scale on it in terms of code and uh, and by literally by accident, uh, I met some guys who were trading, and I was interested in how do they how do, how do they think? Uh, why do you buy this or that? And uh, what is your uh, strategy? There is a little uh, there is intellectual challenge to um, those people are not necessarily technical people. There's not mm -hmm. necessarily code, but it's mm -hmm. always very interesting to model. You see what I mean? I'm trying to like to do exactly how you take decisions. With, mm -hmm. this, with this code. Mm -hmm. And I realized there's many different strategies over there. I'm really, I, I don't, I mean, I did not know anything about finance. And mm -hmm. I'm the worst person in terms of managing my own money, uh, literally. So it's, okay. um, and it was, uh, yeah, I, I found some parallels with uh, what I, we did with Color in terms of uh, the way the algorithms are made and how things uh, can, um, you actually can model things which, seem not easy to model yeah just that so i started okay. on ai and uh, yeah the, the main uh, and then meeting professionals mm -hmm. uh, 
it's a little bit like every field, I think you have a big chance. You have a big, uh, not chance, but uh, you are very lucky when you start a field because it, the field looks easy. And then mm -hmm. you get into the, when you start to, you know, to open the, the, the box and to see in the details, say, Ooh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's actually a job. There is a lot of details. So I started to interact more and more with uh, some financial guys who were kind of interested. And then we started to have some little, I uh, would not say track record, but over the first three years, it was mostly um, simulations. Mm -hmm. Hey, by the way, Benoit, what would the robot, uh, what would your system have done if uh, yesterday? Okay, mm -hmm. uh, it would have done that. And then they say, hey, you know, actually it was not such a stupid, uh, the robot was not so stupid. So, and it ended up that uh, adventurous finance guys uh, early last year uh, said, okay, uh, we might actually build a company on that. And uh, so you need to be professional to manage funds, et cetera. So we have a lot of checks. It's, uh, the, the legal infrastructure is quite big. I don't manage that as, at all. Mm -hmm. And they, would be, they, would, they were very interested to have first a robot advisor, kind of this strategy as a finance guy, I know it. I know the robot is going, I, I agreed and I validated what the strategy uh, is. Mm -hmm. And it's just applying it, I would say stupidly, but without any emotion mm -hmm. every day or every whatever time uh, you want. So this, is, this was interesting for them, first on a, on a, in terms of resources, because you can have a 500 traders when you have a 10 people company, it's, it's no problem. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, each trader is a robot. You can mm -hmm. also pick several different strategies. There's as many strategies. The strategy means which data do I take and what do I do with the data and which decision I take. This is my mm -hmm. basics. So every strategy is a different model. And then we made some meta strategies also, which were uh, taking a little bit of this strategy plus a little bit of this one, et cetera, mm -hmm. and doing a check on a mix uh, of strategies, depending and on- And it's all weighted, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all weighted, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the, so for me, the first interest was to learn about uh, machine learning as a, an entrepreneur, as a, yeah, I, I hire some PhDs in my uh, daily job. I hire, I mean, uh, they are in my, in my team. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I don't need necessarily to be an expert in, uh, in AI, and I don't pretend to be, but I need to, to filter the, the right uh, information from the bullshit, because there is a lot of bullshit. Mm -hmm. And if you take AI and FinTech, I mean, uh, you have some, uh, so many buzzwords and uh, right. I just wanted to understand. So yeah, it, it started, uh, I did, I would say the proof of concept, then we hired the, the when things started to, to, to start, we professionalized it by uh, mm -hmm. with, uh, real, uh, real coders. I don't pretend mm -hmm. to be, you know, I, I, I'm good to do from zero to one, you know, from nothing to something, then I'm less good going from something to Perfect. scaled, uh, professional and there are some also legal obligations, etc. So yeah, we, it, it was done like that. Literally, it was an accident. Interesting, interesting. So basically, in a nutshell, if I understand correctly, you went and you talked to people in the job, actually, and then you applied the principles that they apply with this recorder 
Yeah, so this is my, my best tool, my dictaphone. <laughs> of course, always uh, with agreement, uh, sitting with the guy and having a drink or a, a lunch. Because, I mean, you, you're, I know you're a scientist. And I, I know your background a little bit. The, the, it's not easy for people to, to explain how do they do things yeah. um, in a way that's easy to model because they don't really know. They, they, are, they just describe. So I needed that. Yeah. And uh, sitting with the guy, okay. Uh, I, many times you have parameters which are actually really hidden in the words. You know, okay. I take an example. <clears throat> we had a guy that we met. Every week he was meeting every customer, so dealing with friends of their, uh, of their, uh, yeah, of people, etc. And every Friday he was taking a decision, so it was a weekly uh, trading. And he said, "But I'm just reading the press on Friday after lunch." I'm, <laughs> We used to, to call it the, the, the apéro, as we say in French, you know, have a drink, uh, the, the, the apéro algorithm. But actually what he meant was he was ingesting all the feeling of the different customers. And every right. Friday, taking a decision. And we, we modeled it this way. Basically, it means you take a couple of days to take your decision. It's not uh, right, uh, right after. This is an example of model, in a way. So and what do you mean is all kind. So there's what do you mean? Yeah. Sorry. In, interesting. So so you mean that even for professionals in this industry, it's sometimes hard to explain their decision-making yeah. principles in a structured way. Of course, of course. When you say I do it by feeling, what I understand you, is you have an algorithm. You just can't don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. Interesting, I interesting. I don't want to Man. go into uh, too, too, too high level uh, stuff, but uh, to me, there's a lot of times where you take a decision which is actually based on a clear set of data and what you call your feeling. I mean, uh, it's just, you have processed this data. You can't right. put words on it, but yeah. Right, interesting, interesting. So basically this recorder of yours and the series of interviews with people on the job uh, actually, helped you to gather the data that you then created algorithms and those meta algorithms yeah. around yeah. them. There's about 250 now uh, different interviews and models that I could build. I also found a lot of, uh, you, you, there's a lot of uh, literature on that, but mm -hmm. uh, there's about 250. Then I said, okay, what do I do with this giant bag of uh, algorithms? So I started to do some back testing, you know, checking uh, data back. But uh, is it relevant to go five years ago? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, or not? I don't know. So I, I started to do some weighted testing, checking back on the bag of the algorithm and weighting them to, at some point, you, you come to the present mm -hmm. based on the recent data or less recent, etc. This is, we think the best decision would be to do this mix of algorithm for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it gives a recommendation. It's checked by a, by, by a human. I, I still want that. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's applied if, if, if there's no, nothing special. But it's and, very, very disturbing, I can tell you. <laughs> and like paperwork aside, right? All the legal stuff aside, how much time did it take you to create it from scratch to to the point where you thought it would actually be yeah. commercially applicable? That's a good question. The question of resource, seeing that it was a hobby first. Huh? 
And uh, when you are a little bit obsessive, <coughs> uh, yeah, to some time. But it's like, you know, I don't know if you, if you, if you do gaming or I have a 13 years old. Uh, if, if I would count the gaming time he spends as a resource, I mean, right. uh, he already done two PhDs on, uh, on what, Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> OCD for the win, you mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you see, it's, uh, yeah, no, it, was, it was quite some time because it was interesting. And plus, I right. was an entrepreneur, so it was on my free time first. And then it was on uh, the, the um, and we, we had some great luck. For example, uh, 2020, because everything exploded in, in 2020. And right. it really, you know, the, for a model, imagine you have a, a market which is just a straight line. And uh, I mean, there's little information in that. Now, when mm -hmm. it starts to shake, that's where you see how the model holds, you know? Mm -hmm. So we could, we could make it stormproof, you know? Right. Uh, interesting. I mean, this all sounds a little bit too easy. To be true right yeah. i mean you probably agree why do you think it worked and why do you yes. think like what was the crucial factor was it the the removal of the human component or like what's the what's the final step that made it work and why do you think you were able to to create it with relatively limited resources yeah my stuff is mostly people from physics so mm -hmm. phd in physics and so without, uh, I had uh, some discussions with my colleagues before. So for what I, I, I would like to tell everything, what I can disclose, we have some ways. Uh, how would I say this? Those are really recent, actually, physics uh, from a really recent uh, physics uh, model, um, which can tell you, does it make sense to do mm -hmm. anything on uh, a time series, which is a stock mm -hmm. value. Mm -hmm. You can actually quantify that. So this mm -hmm. one is, is pure casino, just, yeah, we are not doing casino. This one has what we call, I will use the bad term uh, because uh, yeah, maybe we have competitors or whatever. So uh, yeah, uh, what is the significance? Is there mm -hmm. any meaning in doing that? And actually mm -hmm. after that, any kind of model you apply, will work better. Mm -hmm. So there is a kind of a funnel first, checking, okay, this one, some stocks are just, uh, just casino. And, uh, so you can, you can, yeah, there are some tools for that. Okay. And then for the rest, and then for the rest, it's, I would say, not very easy because there's still quite a lot of algorithm. The second difficulty, which where the, the physics background helps also, is assume I have a hundred models, I am sure, uh, am I sure that my model number 33 and my model and my model number 66 are not the same? Mm -hmm. See? So basically when I do my weighting, I actually have double weight for the 33 and the 66 because they are either the same or proportional. And it's, right. it, this, this is where I think the, 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 the physics background, especially when you have um, been modeling color, the color is very, Personal, to, to, I mean, uh, it's very difficult to model, to see, to to feel, and to see. Okay, this model and that model are literally different, so mm -hmm. they, they both make sense. Mm -hmm. But the first ten, they are the they are the same. So, mm -hmm. so I don't want ten; I just want one. And this right. is uh, part of where the 
would say the applied physics uh, background can help. So, but, right. I, I, but I don't claim, uh, to me, it's about as intelligent as a, as a Roomba, if you have a Roomba. The vacuum cleaner. Yeah, which is, which is, it's not, uh, I don't claim uh, to have done uh, plus. Um, I think that the second, uh, and I, I would also, for your audience, I would, uh, I would actually give that as a recommendation. There is enormous, an enormous problem when you are an expert Mm -hmm. is that your field or your algorithm, let's say I'm a superstar in uh, natural language pro processing, NLP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it's the hammer and nails problem. If I am expert in a hammer, I will see nails everywhere. Right, and right, right. I, I believe you need, and it's when you go to someone that you hired to do natural language pro processing and you say, you know, we looked at how this algorithm weights and matters. And uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's a quite an interesting discussion to have with your expert who spent uh, 15 years on mm -hmm. one subject to tell it's irrelevant for this case. Yeah. So there is a lot of you get. We end up as a joke to say you end up married with your your specialty, and you you should never do that. Right. Right. So, so you, you know, have to I preserve. have those hundred. There's the machine learning. There's all kind. I see them, and uh, it's a very pragmatic approach. I see every of them as a tool. Okay. So what you mean is that because is that because you you weren't like submerged in the industry as a professional, you were able to take a step back and like preserve objectivity. Well, and I, I, I think I'm a pro I'm a professional, but I, I you have to. I mean, the the, the first skill of a researcher is humility. You, you have to, to 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 know that maybe your if I have an automated screwdriver and I need to plant a nail, it's really not the, the best tool. Simply right. that I need right. a, a hammer would be great in this case. Now right. let's let's say okay, uh, this tool it's it's great, but yeah, it doesn't apply. And uh, so it's uh, it's but it's uh, it looks very obvious what I'm saying. But imagine you spend 15 years doing a specific algorithm and you're the best in the world. And right. your boss tells you, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, you just can't get rid of it, right? You, yes, you, and there you, is a, and especially in the fintech, yeah, and especially in the fintech quant sector, um, there is a lot of uh, feeling that the more complicated it is, the better, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is wrong. I mean, mm -hmm. so yeah, most of the time has been from the applied physics. I, I, doing research on my main job, uh, you, you define a methodology to do things, and then you mm -hmm. apply it. And then you, you, you look for, and being wrong is actually great, you know. It's, uh, but mm -hmm. it's, it's, um, and in the quant world, you see some guys coming, um, that's the second bias, which I would really uh, warn your, 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 the people who listen for, um, about is uh, the fact that um, you always test things based on what you know so far, of course. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of posts, uh, the, quant, uh, the quant world in general, so the FinTech guys, I would say, it's quite open, people discuss. You, you, you would be amazed and very scared of what people share. But yeah, you, you, you see a lot <laughs> of algorithms, everything's public, you can know everything. And uh, mm -hmm. th those, are, those algorithms, they're always tested up to now right. and so you have every day some guys say hey i looked at the 
I don't know, moving average uh, three days and look, look at my fantastic results. Right. Yeah, but the question I have is, would you, without looking at anything, uh, run your algorithm and publish the result? Of course not. You right. first do a test. And so right. that's the, I think it's confirmation bias, the, the, the exact, exact term. So mm -hmm. what we, and it's, it's a brain exercise, always try to say, because when you test it on backtest, as my colleague mm -hmm. in finance say, mm -hmm. on backtest, everything works or else it's right. not published. Hey guys, I did right. a great algorithm. Look, it's complete crap. No one with, right. yeah. So there in is- hindsight, a, In hindsight, everyone is a billionaire, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's, uh, it's uh, I think the, the yeah, you, and you have to be to stay very open on a, on a new thing that come. And I don't want to, to say anything bad about any kind of algorithm, but it has to be rebalanced every day. Plus, it, it's the image you take, you took. Uh, I like I like very much this image. You're trying to map a mountain, a field, and trying to find a path. But uh, the image you, you took and you, when you we prepared the, one of the first call we had, you're trying to map an earthquake. Mm -hmm. It's constantly moving. Right. So should you go for mapping correctly the highest point, meaning the highest performance, knowing that many it means that if if things move a little bit, you will fall in the in the ravine, or should right. you find maybe not the best model or set of models, but something that's high altitude, but if it moves, it's not so it's not so bad. So yeah, it's a interesting. very interesting problem. Interesting. Uh, when we talked previously, you said that um, you initially started with machine learning and neural nets for this, but then you got rid of them, and now the approach is purely algorithmical. No, can you? I... Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Can you shed some light on why do you think neural nets, which is all the rate right now, didn't work here? Do you think it's that they mimic the human approach some in a way and and uh, when you remove them you remove sort of the human component or like what's your what's your take on this yeah the, uh, okay now we still have some uh, some of the algorithms with some machine learning and different models all kind of models uh, the, the example i took is actually about the we were looking at news filters you know, mm -hmm. the news come and uh, the market moves. Okay, mm -hmm. I said okay. We have robots uh, just read all all Twitter, and mm -hmm. uh, and they check. What we noticed is that in general the market reacts before the news. Mm -hmm. So that's what I meant. We spend enormous um, not resource in terms of uh, time and, uh, and uh, job, but uh, in terms of um, computer time for the robots. In analyzing and mm -hmm. doing natu natural language processing, there's tons of algorithms for that. And uh, we notice that in general, the news are actually, uh, yeah, you get uh, the news the next day, uh, five minutes too late or one hour too late. Why do you think that is? Because of insider trading or? Oh, we, we measure. We say, oh, there's an alert on this kind of, and we look at the, we test mm -hmm. and we see, hey, wait, the, the, the stock market already moved. I'm not saying that someone had the news before, but before Twitter, it was somewhere in, a, it was already somewhere. And, uh, and uh, the, the, you're just following when you're, you're, you look at the news. Okay, so you meant that- if, if it was World War III, uh, you could still uh, react. But so, so far, the way we test, 
I come back to the methodology we applied. We say, okay, this is how we validate a new algorithm, or we wait, uh, we wait, uh, like wait, uh, the, this algorithm compared to this one. It's redone every day, etc. Uh, it's you check if this has relevance, mm -hmm. and what we saw is that the relevance was uh, zero. Do you think that humans are inherently more emotional and too oh, yes. rational for the irrational complexity of the actual markets? Yes, you should see sometimes what the robot tells you to buy. It's a uh, you know my. my <laughs> My colleague and friend who, who's actually passing the orders, uh, the, the finance guy, you know, he can recognize uh, you have 8,000 stocks. Oh, this one, I know this one, this one, etc. Oh, this one and this one, that's actually the same company listed twice. Oh, okay, okay, fine. And uh, this guy is, uh, every week we have at least one day where he say, oh my God, you know, he clicks on the order button. Uh, say, my God, what did you just buy? What did the robot just buy? And it happened, and it's very interesting because, uh, yeah, the robot is a constant mood. See what I mean? We actually added some mood components in the robot for as a, as experiments. Okay. You know, like because the uh, market <coughs> has a psychological uh, component, mm -hmm. and uh, we saw that market the market was changing. I mean, the, the way people take decisions depend also on the general feeling. Mm -hmm. And the same news can have a monstrous impact on the market mm -hmm. or zero, depending if, you know, people are, I mean, uh, if you take, uh, if you take end of February, start of March, every news was crashing the market. Then things started to go up and every bad news, no one cared. Mm -hmm. And the news were terrible in April, uh, April, uh, April, May. I mean, uh, no one can say that on this planet that there was good news and the market yeah. was just going up and it, the, 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 so there's reasons for that whatever I don't want to go into that but the thing is you have a, an emotional impact which acts like a kind of liver you know you, you will do twice more stupid stuff or twice if you would done you would do an action in the morning well rested etc and the world is fine and you're happy and now uh, if you take a gloomy day where everything is terrible, you will not do exactly the same action. I mean, it's very human. This, this has an impact. So but basically the algorithm uh, can stay sober, so to speak, even though it's based on decision-making principles of people yes. who don't necessarily always follow them themselves, right? Yes, yes, yes. You, you, I mean, you would not be surprised to know that uh, if you take uh, a trader who is doing daily, for example, uh, operations, you are influenced by, by what happens around you. You had an argument with your wife this morning yes. and then you approach your decisions yes. at work very yes. differently, right? But not in general, those people are very strong professional, but I'm talking on the, you know, you are at between this decision and that decision just on the edge. Yeah. Is going to to push you there or there. Yeah. Or you lost yeah. a lot of money yesterday, for example. Robot doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Okay, I tried. I failed. Okay, next try. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Tell me about GameStop. This is a question I oh. have to ask. 
how did it how did it work on this whole GameStop debacle? So we have a saying in French, remuer le carambar dans la carie. It means uh, when you have a bad tooth and you you what I'm about to say is going like putting a, a candy on a bad tooth, it hurts, you know, because the, the poor guy has been. Yeah, GameStop was an example where actually the yeah the, the it was the robot picked it very early and uh, very very early mm -hmm. and uh, I mean I mean uh, I, don't, I have no problem with uh, GameStop in general it's a fine company etc but I mean it's it's not something of the future that's what we we felt but I don't uh, believe any I I don't believe the impact of Reddit on any on on any aspect on this story but that's a different you do not yeah it's uh, okay. You know, I mean, I don't know if you ever dealt with hedge funds, but uh, uh, in a pool of sharks, you have a chief shark, and uh, those, it's the boss of the chief uh, sharks. You know, it's a, and uh, to me, it's a one hedge fund wanted to to shoot another. They smell mm -hmm. blood. Oh, seriously. And the rest, the rest is, I mean, that's my personal opinion, which impacts uh, me. But the rest is, uh, you have some guys drinking champagne in uh, in uh, in Wall Street right now, and. Uh, to the to Reddit that it, the, the Redditors were, yeah, you're, you're not talking of the same magnitude compared to to, to those big funds. One fund no. was overexposed. One fund was overexposed, overexposed in a, in shorts on GameStop, and another yeah. said, "Hey, I see blood." And yeah, but that's fine. an interesting take. So so basically, the the Reddit theme is just. If I some mean, people made money, it's great. I'm very sad to see that a lot of people lost a lot of money. Some people bought at 300, now it's at 50. Yeah. I mean, okay, but uh, yeah, that's really too bad for, for them. But some people made money and it's fine. And the story was the story was nice, it's, it's interesting. But it's, it's hedge fund versus hedge fund. Right, right. So it's Citadel more put, institutionalized. Uh, billions, uh, to save uh, Melville Capital, I think, the, the, the fund which yeah. went belly up. Yeah. Uh, do you think you hedge funds just give money to each other? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it was, a, it was an operation. Just, yeah. So it was a lot more institutionalized than, than yeah. is publicly believed. No, I think because the, the, just, some guys made a mistake. They were overexposed. Overexposed. This is data you can get. This is public data. Uh, our robot is able to check on the short levels, etc. I mean, you don't think you have uh, people checking that? Your competitor is overexposed in a in a such stock. They, yeah. What do you do? I mean, yeah. those guys are sharks. Huh? It's uh, yeah. Can you give me an example of a really wild trade that actually went through? And that wouldn't have gone through if it was a human watching it or like a human performing the actual trade. Uh, we actually had some. Um, so we, we, the robot is, is so giving advice to a trader, and the, the robot is kind of trading. We still have a human uh, mm -hmm. pushing the button, but it's uh, it's that. But the robot is also telling you uh, a view of the market, mm -hmm. what we call sector sector review. And uh, we actually bought some, uh, yeah, there were some airlines really at the big bottom of, of uh, February. Mm -hmm. Last year? Yeah. 
which was uh, yeah last year so really at the, the end end of february just when airlines just went run just went up yeah everything mm -hmm. closed and there was some very very nice trades on a on a very bolsy uh, i don't know if it's the correct word but uh, yeah very very uh, wow you buy that everyone is telling this stock is dead and uh, the robot say hey, cool give me so yeah, and, and then that turned out to be actually profitable. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, yeah. There was some uh, times times eight on some uh, some of those. Not all, huh? There's been some uh, yeah. losses. The 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 thing with the robots is, uh, I mean, especially with this kind of uh, of uh, exercise, you don't you can't be right all the time. Mm -hmm. If you tell me I have hundred percent uh, prediction rate, I tell you okay, yeah, on the past, okay. I can right. predict the weather of now. Yeah, okay, it's snowing, huh, by the way. And uh, yeah. so, okay, fine. What about tomorrow? <clears throat> I will be I will be wrong sometimes. But weather forecasting is still is still uh, it kind of works. Yeah, for us we are. Yeah, we are we are more than fifty percent definitely, but not hundred. Of course not. I mean, and when you apply it retrospectively to say the last 20 years or 30 years in the stock market what's the average annual return that you that you would have had if you if you were working with this algorithm did you calculate that and how does it perform retroactively overall uh, so i will I can, uh, there is a public link, which I can send you afterwards, public, mm -hmm. because the, 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 it's, uh, you know, uh, we call an easy in, easy in code. So you have, mm -hmm. uh, the fund is regulated. Huh? So it's, uh, and this, the performance, the content of the fund is not disclosed, but the performance, there is an mm -hmm. independent, like, attorney or company checking and actually saying, okay, it went from 100, 105, or et cetera. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we did the, uh, uh, if I we started with real money on uh, early 2020, two of January, mm -hmm. so we have a yeah, little bit more than a year, and mm -hmm. uh, it's it made around 60 something percent last year, yeah, over the big, over the last 12 months, yeah, yeah, yeah but then again, months, yeah, yeah, but again. yeah, but retroactively, uh, the thing is, if I do it uh, retroactively, I will give you the number. I checked after fixing my robot. So yeah, you, you can you can be times four, times five. I mean, uh, the, the, right. the past performance. Yeah, I, I see, I saw some, uh, yeah, I could say competitors, but you are very small or colleagues who have uh, funds. And when you look at the past without real money on back test, paper test, yeah, of course, everyone, no one is going to say, hey, it sucked. <laughs> they, the reason why you have a beautiful curve is because I, uh, there's again this bias. So mm -hmm. what we try to do is only talk about the performance we did, which is auditable. Right. And actual markets. Yep. Because you have yeah. fees, you have uh, uh, some stock, for example, if the funds, when the fund starts to grow, you end up in new problems. For stocks which are very little traded, you can actually influence the stock when you buy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is not necessarily in the simulations when you look at the back. The price is uh, changing when you buy, which is, a, <laughs> which is right. a problem. So it impacts the performance, the fees, etc. We had a case mm -hmm. on crypto. We had that on crypto. We, we did an experiment on crypto with a very small amount. 
and we had that. It was actually the, the how do you call it, the, the, the platform on which you were trading. Mm -hmm. I will not say the name, which was front running the customers. Okay. <laughs> Buying before you. So, yeah. yeah. But we ended up with a, like a, this of performance and this of fees. And the simulation tells you you did times two. The reality tells you you did 0.001%. So this is not very, yeah. Right. Uh, the, the, right. Uh, I don't, that, that's one of the difficulties if people, if some people want to do that as a, as a hobby job, is you need some real track record or else the serious investors are just going to say, okay, great, you do times 10, great, on paper. Right, yeah. So you need to have adventurous colleagues like, uh, like I had uh, early 20 who say, okay, go, let's put some real money there. Right. And uh, those are professionals. They were checking every day. We did so many adjustments. We did not do great uh, all the time, huh, by the way. Let's be, let's be clear with that. When the big crash came on uh, 2020, um, the robot had, I would say, uh, the, the, the wheel amplitude of the robot was a little bit too small. Okay. So at some point, you know, we were... Okay, market was really bad. Things were started to improve, but the, we, we, we lacked some vision on really extreme markets. Markets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We missed mm -hmm. we missed a big part. We we put some rules to save the cash. That's I mean the goal is first not to lose money. I mean, right. First thing. So there are some checks and uh, fuses like a fuse. Mm -hmm. yeah. Market alert. Pull the plug. Mm -hmm. Everything is everything is sold. Cash only. Mm -hmm. Something when a uh, the significance which we use is a very important parameter. You can also have markets which suddenly make no sense. Mm -hmm. Basically, what the robot is telling you is, I'm looking, I have my instruments, and I, can't, I don't understand what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. This is a signal. So we, we are looking you know, on, this, on this side. And actually, on the, so we did very good in, a, in three or two or three days before the big crash. Uh, actually, the robot said, hey, Something is going up, is going, and uh, we didn't lose any money there. But on mm -hmm. the way up, we, we, we entered a bit too late. And then uh, since uh, November, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah. Interesting. And uh, it a took a lot of time to, um, to understand why, because it's easy to say, but why is it not working there? And why is it working there? And uh, there's a lot of. Uh, Interesting. Tell me a couple of words about the actual company. What is it called? How do you invest? So, What's yeah. the minimum amount? I'm going to make sure to put a link into the, in the description, but from, from your words. Yeah, so the, the customers are typically fund managers. Okay, mm -hmm. so the, it's, a, it's an entire, I would say, business line, huh? the, the fintech, the finance uh, sector, of course, everyone knows that. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, you, you need to have a fund manager if you are a private person. So it's, mm -hmm. not, uh, it's not necessarily for everyone. And the fund becomes our uh, Client. customer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the company is, uh, so it, it's, uh, we still don't have a website because uh, things went a little bit crazy uh, quick. Um, it's called ARCS, R-R-C-S, which was an algorithm, robot. Uh, I think the S is Switzerland. And the C is, uh, I don't know, it sounded, it sounded great. So Arcs Partners, uh, mm -hmm. it was created a couple of months ago. And mm -hmm. uh, so there's uh, 
three poles. There is a regular, regulatory, uh, I mean, all, all, every, anything about regulations which are very big because uh, you have to check, you know, there is uh, anti-laundering uh, laws, uh, etc. So there is a big uh, regulatory part, which is really mm -hmm. not my cup of tea, but uh, it's mandatory. There is mm -hmm. a commercial part. Mm -hmm. uh, so someone uh, who has uh, 30 years in finance who actually uh, is doing all the, the sales part. And there is mm -hmm. a technology part, which I'm leading, uh, where we do the, the robots, etc. So yeah, the company is uh, a couple months old now. The fund itself was uh, in another company first, and it, it, it's, being, it's been transferred to Arcs. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Do you think you can? Do you think in the future you can apply your algorithm to be used by retail investors? Maybe create we your could. app. We could. The, the only thing is, uh, sorry, my son is passing by and he's uh, sure. And, um, no, no, you could. But uh, one of the challenges would be that uh, if you get the information from the robot and you apply it the next day, you might be too late. Right. So you have still to be quite uh, fast Timely. between. Uh, yeah. It's not a high frequency at all. I'm not. We are not touching that. Uh, so far, it's daily. We've been testing. We we could do up to 10, 15 minutes every you know cycle time, uh, uh, but it becomes very difficult to follow for a retail uh, investor. But yes, it could be. But now we have some retail uh, customers who actually went to a fund manager. Which has shares in the company and who collected all the retail in, uh, in his umbrella. Mm -hmm. and, also, and this guy is also advising, I mean, he's doing his job as fund manager, he's also advising the people not necessarily to put everything in the robot. Uh, I mean, he's doing a finance job, you see. Mm -hmm. So those are the customers. The, I would say the, so that's why the, I don't want to say about minimal amounts. For professionals, it's, I think it's one or two million uh, something. That's the, mm -hmm. But now we, we have some smaller investors who one of our fund managers has shares. I mean, he's part of the company and has been, uh, we, we did not make it uh, uh, advertising about it, but he's kind of collecting some, some small retail investors together. Yeah. Uh, thank you so smaller. much. Thank you so much, Benoit. Uh, it was such a, pleasure to talk to you and i think your um your algorithm and what you created overall is just just purely amazing and i will be thank you. watching a, and and i will be watching your it's success a daily, it's a daily let's say uh, the, the, it sounds very easy but it's it's you know it's like you you you're doing software etc it's every day yeah, yeah, of course, I can imagine. But I think it also gets better with every day, right? So, so, so that's the thing. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. It was a pleasure. And uh, let's agree to check back in, let's say, six months, 12 months, and see how it performs. Fingers crossed. Uh, um, yes, it was. For your video, if you're going to, to publish it, maybe what I can give you, the, the couple links I told you, the links to the, the name of the company, etc. So you can put it put it in the oh, comments yeah. and uh, somewhere in the description. Oh, yeah. or whatever. I yeah. will absolutely do that. Thank you. It was Benoit Batayu. And we are looking for investors. 
Yes, yes, of course. That's why that's why I asked for the information. I will make sure to put it in description. It was Benoit Bataille who created an algorithm that manages to outperform human traders and runs an equity fund. Benoit, thank you so much. Thanks, Mitya. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Au revoir.